Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. What is up, besties? And welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined, as always, by my heterosexual life mate, Mr. Craig Conover, sitting in the Hall Wine Studio at his home. I got Mr. Nick Norris sitting. Where are you sitting, Nick? He's not in Virginia. No one ever knows. No one ever knows. Anyways, I am sitting with my two of my besties. And uh, what's going on, everybody? Talking to a whole bunch of other of our besties. Check out the shirt Nick's wearing. Potential new merch is coming soon. Uh, Y'all ask for it. We will deliver. So... I think that uh, that is a really rad shirt, Nick, because I would always rather be somewhere in the mountains. Um, And you showed me another shirt as well that uh, that made me excited. Let's just say that I'm not going to say anything more, but it was a really, really dope shirt. And I was like, wait, a new logo and our favorite phrase being put on a shirt. That was really cool. Why don't you tell us? Well, it's not. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. Is why. Yeah, but you can. Do well, it looks really. It'll, it'll look really cool. Okay. I think. Okay. It 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 had the word besties on it, right? And it was written, Craig, like you know, five times, right, in a line. And then, you know, one of the lines was highlighted, and then in the middle of it, it's you and me doing something, Austin and Craigie. Oh, cool. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds cool. I thought it was going to say House Red, but we do have those shirts. We need to. Yeah. Yeah, we already got those ones. I don't have to make those. Yeah. We do love House Red. We were just on a flight together um, to somewhere warm, and Austin tried to drink white wine on the on the plane, and then he tried my red, and he was like, God, I just love a House Red. And I was like, you and me both. Yeah. I, I kind of was like, what am I doing here trying to, you know, it it was relatively early, and I feel like if you're not, if like you're trying to keep it going, then drinking a white wine just kind of helps you with the longevity of it all. But there's just something about, I mean, I'd be hard pressed, Craig, I'd be hard pressed to find a white or sorry, a red wine that I don't like at a restaurant. If I'm like, Hey, you know, can I have your house red? Like, I don't know why it just slaps so hard. It just slaps. so hard. Yeah, I agree. We, um, Speaking of planes, I we had a little simulation moment when we were flying home. Obviously, we're all That's dead. True. And uh, I just felt like I was emotional enough that I needed like a happy. I just needed like a rom-com moment or not needed, but I couldn't find my edibles. And I was like, I'm going to let a rom-com make me happy. And I watched Notting Hill, which. When I saw it on the screen, I was like, there's the answer right there. I've only seen it. I haven't seen it in years. And uh, it had me going. I choked up like 20 minutes in when she kissed him for the first time. And then by the end, I mean, I actually had a tear running down my right cheek. Like my eyes were welled up the whole movie. And I was just like, this is this is one of the greatest moments for me. Like I just, you know, we're so emotionally drained at this point in our lives and I had nothing left and I gave it to that movie and it was, it was perfect and I was okay with it. And so Craig is texting me as we do. Right. Uh, and he's like, man, 
you know, <laughs> tell me that everything's okay. And I was like, I was about to text you the same thing. Well, I was like, I'm getting and, anxious. And you're like, yeah, me too. And I was like, okay, it's okay. And it's just this world we live in. Yeah. And then you're and, like, what uh, are you going to watch? And yeah. And I was like, man, I'm sitting here trying to figure out what to watch. And Craig was like, I'm watching Notting Hill. And I was like, that is too bizarre. Cause the woman that I was sitting next to her and I were talking prior to takeoff or maybe we just taken off. And oh, actually that's not true. Shep made me watch this ridiculous movie called North shore, which is about this guy from Arizona that moved to Hawaii to become like a surfer. And it's, of course, Shep would love it. Of course Shep he would love it. Uh, and after that, I was like, I'm trying to find something to watch. So I started talking to the woman next to me and I was like, what about, you know, Notting Hill? And she was like, I just watched that on my flight to so-and-so. And I was like, all right, all right, maybe I'll do it. And then I texted Craig and I was like, I'm trying to find out what to watch. And he goes, I'm watching Notting Hill. And I was like, we are living in a simulation. How did Craig know that we were talking about this? And that was an interesting moment for sure. Well, and sometimes like, there's just a different rom-coms hit differently, kind of like country songs at different stages in your life. And, uh, you know, I happened to be, we were on a trip and I was texting, you know, Paige just being like, Hey, I can't wait to fly up and see you. I don't know. It was just, it was a perfect combo of being like, let's distract ourselves from everything else. And what did you end up going with? Well, let me just, uh, what I'm going with, what I'm going with, what I'm going with. <laughs> Damn it, Craig. I don't remember. Um, God, man, our emotions really are just shot at that point. Um, wait, am I, am I too loud now? Um, was it, you know, I began to watch Black Panther Wakanda on another trip. And so I maybe figured to watch that. Yeah. I think Holy that's moly. what you watched. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, it's always, always Top Gun is all like, Maverick is always something for me to watch. Like the last 30 minutes, I even texted you that picture too. And I was like, do I go in on this? The last 30 minutes of Top Gun? That's one of our absolute favorites. But I like, Craig, I was so anxious that I couldn't make a decision. I just needed someone to like pick something for me. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was one of those. Yeah. I watched a couple of trailers for committing. Um, but it's funny because, you know, I just watched Notting Hill and then, uh, you know, Paige watched the Oscar red carpet or whatever. And then, you know, she was asking me about this Hugh Grant video where I was like listening. Um, and I just was like, I don't know if I could ever comment on this stuff. The whole world has become like a participation trophy, you know, this whole generation. I mean, and this is, and then you, you are now seeing the effects of participation trophies. I mean, you have a bunch of mindless, um, mindless empty compliments which is how people talk to each other now and it's there's no genuineness in the world i mean that whole red carpet was really tough to watch you had you just had a bunch of people so so scared to say anything but nice things to people that it just completely watered down any critique or compliment they may have. I mean, it was, it was just sad. It's sad to see where we've gotten to. What did Paige say about that? Is that what she said? She went in. So she apparently on giggly squad gave her honest opinion. She was just like, you can't, 
like the interviewing on the red carpet is a skill and you can't just throw people out there because, you know, because, you know, for reasons that aren't skill. I mean, what was the thing? The thing was that the woman was like, oh, my God, and it must have been so cool to be on Glass Onion, too. He was like, I was on it for three seconds. Then she was like, yeah, but it looked like you were having like a blast. And he was like, I wasn't. <laughs> There's nothing and wrong with I that. looked at this thing too, where it was like, uh, he's just British y'all and British people are kind of little pricks and like, don't, well, he also, <laughs> I'm, I'm like going to get a... blasted for that. But like, what I meant by that was like, see, once again, here I am, I'm backtracking trying to be like, wait, I didn't yeah. mean that, but I did mean that British people are fucking dry, <laughs> dry. Well, like, and, and it was very it was... unhumorous. He made a Vanity Fair joke that went right over her head. It was just... I didn't watch the whole thing because I can't stand watching, like, complete and utter fucking awkwardness. Well, that and it was kills all, me. And it's all fake. It's all fake. At the end of the day, if you were going to claim, like, no, we were just being nice to everyone. You don't mean what you're saying, and I hate... I don't have any patience for it anymore. There's a thing about being, like, yeah, don't be mean or rude. But just don't see the most, like the most, the ugliest dress in the world walk out on the red carpet and be like, that is the best dress I've ever seen. Like, yeah. oh my God, you you're are stunning. stunning. Like, who, like, she killed it with this dress. I like see where she, and you're like, but you don't like the dress. So, like, I give no credibility to what you're saying. It just, I don't know. I hate the fakeness. And like, what, like, it was, it was, oh my God, how much fun are you having? How much fun are you having? Like, there was just no substance behind, I guess, apparently, because I was like, why are you looking forward to this? And she was like, before it was, what was the girl that used to do it in her, like her mom, a mom and a daughter? I don't even know. I, I don't, I don't know shit about the interviews. I just want to talk. Like, I, I, I want you to say, like, I don't know who used to do it and who was doing the interviews. I heard about, you know, the Hugh Grant thing. And then I heard about the Austin Butler thing. And then I saw Selena Gomez, no, Vanessa Hudgens walk past fucking Austin Butler. And, and that was so shady and so funny to me because I was like, oh my God, that looks like us, Craig. It looks like if one of our exes were to walk like in front of us and like, we you know we saw them. And we're like, you have a thousand cameras on you. So just smile. But he kind of like rolled his eyes a little bit and then just kept smiling. And I was like, that is some funny shit. I don't really know much about who was given the interviews, but those little tidbits were cracking me the hell up. And yes, everyone is so just, yes. Well, oh look, my gosh. What a beautiful night yeah. and day and this. And Your least favorite thing when we're filming, but even in real life is if a girl walks in, that you know another girl doesn't like. And so they're like, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. Like that was what the red carpet was. It was like, you don't like that dress. I know you don't like that dress. No one in the world could like that dress. Well, you know why why that drives me crazy, right? Because A, the fakeness, and B, you are not being paid to be fake nice to a person's face right now. Tell them, sure, sure, it is. it is quite perfectly fine to initially be like hi you know how are you hello hello but you are not best friends when you sit there and talk shit about them behind their back the whole time do your thing do your and thing here, and bam and here's, do it here's the thing that people we 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 have a lot of unqualified people in a lot of places now because Wait, are you talking about joan rivers the name just popped in my that's head who used to do it yeah. yeah yeah is that you're talking about her and her yeah. daughter yeah 
and they knew what yeah. they were talking about. And now, unfortunately, she died, so that kind of got screwed there. No, but no, yeah, no, hundred percent. But she was a ball breaker, and I don't know. I wasn't scared of anything. And I, I don't have a per like. There's nothing against whoever was doing it personally. It's just I know that a lot of people that were being interviewed felt like the person interviewing them didn't know what they were talking about. I don't know. I just can, didn't. Can we can we talk about the Oscars, please? It's, I was very passionate about the winners and people that I wanted to win. But did you? Didn't you and Whitney kind of get it right? Uh, no, 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 no. Whitney was very much of the opinion that the Banshees of Inner Sheeran were going to like sweep everything. He was like Brennan Gleason and Colin Farrell. Oh my God. The best movie ever. And I was like, look, man, I saw it. I thought it was interesting. And the performances sure were good. Uh, really good. Really good. In fact. Um, but no Whitney. And he was like, Oh, Oh, you know, that's why you're, uh, you know, clearly. And then he said a whole bunch of colorful words. And uh, I was just like, look, dude, I mean, Craig, we've talked about this, I feel like. But the purpose of that movie is that there are two best friends. And all of a sudden, Brennan Gleason, the elder friend, just all of a sudden is like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And he's like, what did I do? What did I do? And he just has a very interesting and colorful way of asking him why he's yeah. mad at It goes him. from a very funny movie to the second half being very dark real quick. And then, and, then, and then he's like, look, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's that I'm on the back end of my life and I want to make it count. And you're a bumbling, babbling fucking buffoon. And I don't want to be friends with you anymore. And that's the whole premise of the movie. I thought the you were talking whole about premise of the movie. Southern charm for a second. <laughs> well, 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 that's the whole premise in nine seasons. But on so, anyways, we like that for me. Yeah, but didn't that's do not it. who won. No, dude. Everyone that won was basically everywhere. All, wait, all the time, every time, everywhere, always. everything, all at once. And it and fucking deservedly so, because I just have to tell you that the best supporting actor, Kihu Kwan, he is Craig. He's a national treasure and he should be protected at all costs. When he won at the Golden Globes, his speech was just so heartwarming and so heartbreaking where he basically was like, I got cast as this little boy opposite Harrison Ford in Temple of Doom. And basically my my career reached its Everest point. And I never really did much after that. Yeah, he was in the Goonies. Yeah, he did this like little cameo with Brennan Fraser in Encino Man. But for the most part, I haven't seen him in shit in 20 years. And then he got cast in this movie, wins Golden Globe, Oscar. I mean, and he could not be more humble and just like, like crying and just everything. I was rooting for him like you couldn't believe Kiki Kwan, I am a major fan, and he is just a national treasure. Well, he a just, national treasure. He just seems like he's the purest person in the world. I know, I know, and he is. And all these memes that are coming out about him and Harrison Ford from 1984, 83, or whenever that movie came out to, to 2023 of them hugging. Do you think I just, would like the movie or no? It's weird. I recommend I couldn't get through it because I took a gummy to watch Isn't it. Isn't that amazing how like that shit. the things that went Oscars, I would I would just never be able to guess. No, no, no. But but look, man, the Banshees of you know Inner Sheeran, no, Craig. You'd be like, What the shit am I watching right now? But See, I like that movie. But everything everywhere all at once, yeah, it's weird as shit, but like it's quirky enough that that you would totally yeah, watch. I'll, I'll so see, I'll watch it. 
You should. You should. It won seven Oscars out of 11 nominations. And basically the only ones that it didn't win are what All Quiet on the Western Front won. And that's because the music and and shit on All Quiet was just next level. And it's, it's a great movie as well. But how many times, Craig, have we talked about one man on this podcast? One man who starred in countless classics who deserved to win best actor. Leo. And I, of course, am talking about Brendan Fraser. Oh, Brendan (laughs) Fraser is the most amazing human. And I feel like the character that he played on the whale is actually who he is and how he presents himself in real life. I could have cried when Brendan Fraser won. It was so amazing. The Renaissance is officially fucking upon us. I think that movie would break my heart. I don't think I could handle it. It would break break your heart, Craig. Did you watch it, Austin? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're his biggest fan, too. I I hate to say that. I didn't watch it on the podcast. But I, I would love to get Brendan Fraser on the podcast. Uh, I'm pretty sure that all of America would like Brendan Fraser on their podcast. I mean, he yeah. is. I don't think he really does this. He he's on this show that I'm watching. I will right watch now. it. I promise you. Next time that we have a podcast, I will have seen it. You want to see him in a different element? Watch Condor. It's a spy thriller based on the CIA, and it's a little darker than shows I usually watch. And he's in that. From okay. 2000, um, it's like from 2017, 2018. Basically, it's the COVID story. People that have seen Condor will be like, conspiracy, Craig. It's basically what happened in the world a year later after the show came out. But did y'all see his speech? It it just like it just and like his honest and genuine reaction to it. It it just made me like it made my heart melt, man, because. That is quite literally him. Like he is a goofball, you know, cheesy guy who just is like beyond thrilled to even be nominated slash win. And it's awesome to see. So this is talented. It's actually impressive that you haven't run out of things to say about Brendan Fraser. (laughs) (laughs) I could keep going, but yeah, I mean, you know what? He is talented, Craig. And that's why he won a fucking Oscar. Uh, at this point, he might be in the stage four of Marvel because I read a little bit about stage four and I, I, I don't know. I wasn't that excited. You were? What? No, I, I didn't read about it, but you just said that Brendan Fraser's in stage four of Marvel and I love Marvel. No, I said at this point he might as well because stage four doesn't oh. make any sense. It oh. just seems like, it just seems like the glory days of Marvel are. Well, they killed off all their main actors. Yeah. They have no idea what to do. They're reintroducing just new, or they're introducing new people and not going. It it seems like it's gotten a little just ruined. It's run its course. You mean? It just seems. It just seems like it's not. They're not just making movies anymore. Everything's got a. I don't know. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, Craig. Uh, I will say that because Iron Man's first, not coming back. They said Iron yeah, Man's man. not. They reverse course on that. Um, the first phase of the MCU. I I mean, when that first Iron Man came out and Captain America and then the Avengers, like that was like head exploding stuff. 
I mean, so what are you supposed to do in phase four? Well, right. Because obviously. you keep on introducing just newer and newer characters. And sometimes you're like, wait, so now there's a guy who has all the powers of four of my favorite people. And you're just going to make a movie about him or her. Like what? So this guy or girl can travel through time, can bend space, uh, uh, can fly and has the strength of Superman. Like what? Wait, what? No. Who is this person? <laughs> so phase four just ended and we like, liked- yeah, but they're introducing new people and I don't like new. I didn't. Internals was weird. Um, well, Internals was rushed. It should have been like a two-parter. Yeah, Ten Rings was good. hated that movie. Black Widow is one of my favorites. Really? Yeah. One I just didn't least. think like. Well, I'm a bit of a nerd, so like the bad guy was not good. Like Taskmaster is supposed to be like a genius, and they kind of ruined that character for me. The girls are. I just thought the Russian. Austin would know why I loved it. Like the Russian, <laughs> Russian double agent shit was like. But so you like uh, what was that Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, no, it was she. The was, Red Sparrow. No, well, yes, but the girl that played the Black Widow's sister looked. Oh yeah, awesome. I like her a lot. Uh, what's her name? She looked awesome on the red carpet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. Like too. The hell's her name? She's in everything right now. Pew is her last name. Yeah. Hey guys, guys, can we? Sorry, sorry. I'm just so excited about about basketball. But what Austin's talking about is it's obviously we're leading into March Madness. It doesn't matter if you like basketball or not. Obviously, you know or have heard of March Madness. It's basically the NCAA championship. So it's college basketball championship where 32 I'm only trying no. testing myself. Sixty-four teams. Sixty-four correct. teams. Is then narrowed to thirty-two. Then sixteen, eight, four, two. What? Um, I don't watch basketball, and I don't have a clue what's going on. Um, but I'm gonna set. I'm gonna fill in a bracket. Um, obviously, okay. Pillows and Beer is hosting a tournament, so I want to be involved. And Austin's gonna help me work through my bracket when we get back from this commercial break because I'm probably picking like a lot of you because I don't know anything about it. Dun, dun, dun. All right, welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer, post-Oscars talk. I think we've had enough of that. Uh, here with Nick Norris, Austin Kroll. We are all remote today and talking about March Madness, where Austin and Nick, who watch a lot of basketball or at least knows what's going on in the sports world, um, sits across from me who has no clue what's going on except that College of Charleston is in the tournament. I know that, which is awesome. First time in years. We lost to Davidson last time this happened. I remember uh, Stephen Curry whooping our butts. Um, and I know that Alabama's in it because Austin talks about Alabama a lot. So let me just say this. Everyone listening, yes, Pillows and Beer is running a bracket. Um by the time that you hear this, it will probably be blocked out uh, because the tournament will have began. So I hope that you have filled out a tournament. Now, the fun thing about March Madness is it's just kind of like fantasy football. Yes, you might not really watch basketball, but if you fill out a bracket, which is so easy because it's like, do, 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 okay. Then all of a sudden you have a purpose to kind of watch, right? Because even if you don't give two shits, you'll find yourself watching like, I don't know, 
you know, Indiana versus Kent State. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I had Indiana winning. And that is why it's fun to well, fill out at like least one bracket. Yeah. And then you have so, like inevitably any restaurant or bar that you walk into is going to yeah. be playing it. And now it gives you some care in the world to watch. That's I will right. say the and less so, you know, the better you will do. Craig will probably win this thing because he knows nothing about it. Right. Okay. So just like Craig said, and uh, I, yes, big Alabama guy, uh, Craig Charleston. Now, the beautiful thing about this is, is that Craig, so College of Charleston and Alabama could meet in the Sweet 16 because we are in the same. So there are four quadrants to the NCAA tournament, right? There is the South. There is the East, there is the West, and there's the Midwest, okay? And Charleston and Alabama both are in the South bracket, which you're like, yeah, duh. That's not how it works, right? Because there are plenty of teams from all over the country that are in mixed, you know, brackets, right? So, you know, for instance, you know, Miami, South, right? And it's in the Midwest. Like, so it's not just like, yeah, duh, they're in the South. So it just so happens that Alabama and Charleston are in the South bracket, and if we both win two games, then Alabama and Charleston meet in the Sweet 16. So, Craig, have you pulled up the link? Let's get you picking games. We don't have to talk through every single one, but I think that you should fill out your bracket while we do this because I have filled out mine. And if you are in our group, it is called the name of my bracket is Princess Sophia, um, which should be obvious because my Instagram name is Cruel the Warrior King. Uh, so that's mine. So once the tournament starts, you will be able to look at my bracket and see who I have chosen. And Craig is about to do it now. Uh, okay. So let's just go through my picks real quick. Yeah. 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 And Craig, uh, let's make it so that, um, you don't have to talk about, you know, every single game. Right. But it's like, like, you know, man, maybe like on some of them, you're like, Okay, Virginia, Creighton, Baylor. And I know Austin's rooting for Iowa in the first I'll, round is all I'll, I got to say. I'll skip to um, my round of 32. Okay, okay. Well, like, make make all, all of your picks, though. I did. Earlier. I would say round of 64 and then just be dumb. And then just skip to, like, you're like. No, fuck that. Fuck that, dude. Let him do, like, his round of 32. Yeah. And then, and then, or maybe you just go to Sweet 16, Craig. Just okay. go to Sweet 16. All right, so I chose a lot of upsets, but I didn't have the balls to choose big upsets, which is probably why I won't be right. And I, I didn't either, by the way. And I picked schools that I kind of liked better. Um, my All right, 16, so go to your round of six. Or go to your Sweet Sixteen, Craig. Let okay. me see what you got. Sweet Sixteen. I have Alabama beating Charleston. Unfortunately. Mm, okay. um, we had an awesome run though there The boys had some glory And they're coming back heroes <laughs> uh, Arizona beating Creighton uh, per- okay. Purdue beating Duke Marquette beating Kentucky Houston beating Miami Houston <laughs> we, we have a New York boy in the, uh, in the crowd now Calling just, him Houston That's I saw, amazing I saw on Instagram And I was like People that visit New York three times a year yeah, it's pronounced Houston, not Houston. <laughs> we are south of Houston, okay? You degenerates. Okay, well, wait. Uh, Houston beating who? Sorry, say it. Miami. Okay. I have that too. Ex- really? Oh, that's cool. Uh, Xavier beating Texas. 
I have Texas beating Xavier. Kansas beating UConn. I have UConn beating Kansas. Wow. Okay. We got all the way to the 16. I didn't do half bad, maybe. Uh, Gonzaga beating Northwestern. Oh, you put Northwestern in there. I like it, man. Northwestern had a great year, dude. Uh, people listening, Northwestern beat Purdue. That was Purdue's first loss of the year, wow. I think. Yeah, so, so they have the Northwestern, to... yeah. Okay, so let's tell everyone, Tell well, each of us will say our final fours okay. and who we have winning it. So my final four is Alabama and Marquette and Houston and Kansas. Okay, okay. And then I have uh, Kansas winning it. 105 to 98. And this is, I have no, I haven't watched a, a shot of basketball. That is an NBA score, Craig. Oh. <laughs> that is an NBA score, 100%. But that's okay. I, I mean, hey, dude, maybe they go on a triple overtime. <laughs> you know, maybe they go on a triple overtime. Yeah, well, and uh, Okay, so what's your final four? And then who do you have winning? Um, okay, so let it be known that Craig has three number ones. Oh man, I didn't want it to end like that, but I did end up. Like Craig that. has three number ones and a, a number two in Marquette. Did you say? Yeah, I was brave until the final four. The elite yeah. eight, I took all the favorites. Um, well, I'm not much braver, Craig, because I have Alabama, which is a number one, two number twos in Marquette and Texas. And then a number four in UConn because okay. UConn, UConn beat Bama's at like Bama at the beginning of the season was like six and oh. And I was like, holy shit, man, we're something special, which we still are. Um, but UConn beat us by like, you know, 15 or so. And I was like, oh shit, dude, this team's good. Uh, so yeah, Alabama, Marquette, Texas, and UConn. I have Alabama and Texas. I don't know why I'm so high on Texas right now, but obviously I have Bama as my champion and, that's just the way it, that's the way it goes. Oh, Nick. yeah, I have Marquette beating Alabama. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I got Arizona, Kansas State, Houston, and UCLA, and I got Houston beating uh, Kansas State 79-71. Good. Yeah. We're all different. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my score for the Alabama and Texas game is 76-69. to 69. All right. Yeah, all right. We're pretty close. So yeah. if you watched – the whole college football se- or basketball season, though, should you be able to pick these or no? Fuck no. no. This no. is all it is. No. Hell no. There's Craig. really not a big favorite this year. Craig, because because what's going to happen is that you're going to get one of your final four teams that loses in something, and then your, and, and then your whole bracket's busted. Bracket buster. No, bracket I'm saying like, buster. okay, so, I mean, even if you're watching two teams play, someone that watches a lot of, College basketball. I mean, anything can happen. That's what movies are made of, right? I mean, that's why they're called the Cinderella yeah, story. Yeah, the Cinderella maybe. story. Yeah. I mean, I everybody. Mean, the less you know, the better you will do, Craig. I guarantee you. If, like, if you like really did it, yeah, I'm like, you have no idea. My the animals. lower your seed, and, and I'm saying lower as in on a scale like of 120. Yeah. No, no. Oh, like, like five and down. like 10 or, or, you know, 16, right? The lower, you know, your seed. Right, it could go both ways, but uh, in in what I'm talking about, everyone is rooting for the lowest seated or highest seated. Fine, I'll say highest. The root for the UMBCs of the world. They are rooting for the 12 seed. They're rooting for the 15 seed. If they make it to Sweet 16, Elite Eight, you are like 
you know what? Fuck it. Win it all, baby. Win it all. And that is a Cinderella story. And if y'all don't watch basketball, March Madness is the most electric month of the year. Oh, it's so fun. So do you it's gamble so throughout fun. it? Uh, I, I went to Vegas one time, Craig. I went to Vegas one time uh, during it. Actually, after first season of Winter House, uh, Buddy's bachelor party and gambled my ass off. Yeah. I feel and like it that would be fun. No? It, it, well, only if you have it done right, right? Because everyone has that same thought, you know? Do you know how many, like, you know, bro dogs are are descending onto Vegas right now for opening weekend of March Madness? Like, sitting in it, one of those chairs in a sports book and don't move. Have oh. you ever done that before? Because it is heaven on earth. Until it's not. Until you're losing. Well, <laughs> I should do it. It goes from euphoria to hell real quick. You know what? That's why they bring you free drinks, Nick. And that's why you sit there and you just smile and oh man. By the way, Austin, it, those drinks are not free. They may seem free. <laughs> well, you know what? That's that's why you get the Bacardi one one fifty one in Coke. Speaking of free <laughs> shit, if you've entered in our contest, you have a lot of good prizes to win. So oh, tell us. So you're gonna we're gonna have you on to brag to the world, Nick. I want your announcer voice. I want your prize fight oh, announcer man, I voice. Do this. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what you'll win. You win a one. Well, you'll come on and you can celebrate to the world that you've won. You win a signed pillow <laughs> by Craig. You win some Tropop merch. And if you're over 21, maybe he'll send you some beer. And you actually win a tailgater fire pit from me. So actually, it's a lot of good prizes. Oh, so. yeah, that's not bad at all. That's awesome. <clears throat> um, um, what are we going to do? Are we going to get on with them and just, you know, chat them up for, for you know, yeah, just a couple minutes? Uh, yeah, and come they on the podcast. Say how much and say suck it to everyone. I love wow. that. I, I want to have them on the podcast. That's what we're saying. Uh, yeah, 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 no, they come on the podcast for a few minutes and just brag to the world. I was uh, I was kind of excited to tell everyone my animal fact of the day. Let's hear it. Nick. If you can release this by by Thursday morning, then people that hear it will you know know to go on and fill out a bracket. Because so far, do we have like like if 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 you look at this, it's over it's over two hundred and fifty people right now. Love that. Yes, group size. Oh my Besties. god. Yes. Yes. Holy shit. There's a yeah. There's a lot of people in here. There's someone saying they're the best crawl. So I don't know who that is. Uh, I bet that there are some funny names in here, but mine is Princess Sophia and Craig's is what's yours, Craig? Just Conover 12. I didn't think (laughs) Craig's is Conover 12. I saw some funny names in here, but all right, Craig, let's hear your, uh, let's hear someone named there. So over March madness, CW. That's funny. (laughs) Um, so there's some baboons in South Africa, rolling down boulders at hikers and people riding their bike and like fucking them up. And I think it's, (laughs) it's not funny that people are getting hurt, but I think it's amazing. So these like baboons sit on the top of this big fucking hill and they just rolled a 130 pound boulder at this group of three hikers and it exploded and hurt all of them. Like it sent like shards of rock into all of their legs and they all collapsed. Did it kill them? No, they didn't die. But, I mean, the monkeys are coming after us, man. It's uh, Planet of the Apes. They're getting smarter. Yeah, it's for fucking... I accidentally watched the Harambe video again the other day, and I still... It will forever make me angry. 
Well, why? I still don't get why they didn't train. Because they, they said that they couldn't risk the boy's life by waiting for the trank to work. And I'm oh. like, fuck you guys. Yeah, because he picked my grandfather up. used to, or my great great grandfather was the head national zookeeper at the national zoo. Why so my dad's got like stories of him getting like his ribs broken by getting hugs from like the silverbacks and everything. Why have you never told us that? I feel like have I not told you that? No, yeah, it's like cool. We got a plaque and everything from uh, he had like a plaque in the elephant uh, area. So he he picked up the boy and moved him, but it's because he thought he was protecting him from all the crowd that was screaming. Like the crowd was screaming to try to get Harambe away from him, but Harambe thought they were going to hurt the, yeah. the boy. Well, that just happened again like a year ago, didn't it? And like the, actually the monkey like protected him. Like, yeah. Cut, it like cradled him. That's usually what they do. The parents should be shot. I can't, what what age does that boy realize well, that he's the reason? To be fair, Harambe I wouldn't, the parents, him. I'm sure are freaking out. It should be the damn zookeepers. Just, they, we're How do you let that. your kid get into a fucking gorilla exhibit? Well, that's a zoo. How do you make it so a kid can climb over into a... Yeah. Poor, poor Harambe. I asked that about a lot of things, gentlemen. I asked that about a lot of things like, uh, yeah, I mean, how... <laughs> Did you see the video of the uh, lady who threw a water bottle yeah. into the enclosure and he whipped it back at him? Yeah, with amazing accuracy. Hit him in the face. <laughs> Just took him out. What about the monkey that was throwing rocks the other day? And then the mom began to beat him with a stick. It was like, you little motherfucker. And started chasing him around. I was like, get your ass back here. And he's running away like, ah. And he threw up his hands in the air. And it was really funny. I mean, it quite literally was like a grandmother being like, I taught you better, motherfucker. And was like chasing him around. And that was really funny. You got to remember, they're not, we're not that far off from them. Wait, okay, so we've got some great uh, questions this week. We're, we'll, we'll end out this episode with uh, some questions. First one's just a f- nice message to, to Austin. Hey, guys, first I wanted to say how much I love you both. You both cracked me the fuck up. And Craig, and Austin, oh, never mind, it says Craig. I really didn't do this on purpose. Craig, you have been one of my favorites off Southern Charms since the beginning. <laughs> I live in Ohio, which according to Austin is only good for Great Lakes beer, which isn't a lie, LOL. Although I wish we could get some trop hop around here. Maybe it is. If so, let us know. Any trop hop headed to Ohio? Well, Ohio is not on my top 10 list, but that's not because of the slights and things that I've said about Ohio in the past. It's just a funny thing that us Charlestonians and South Carolinians say about uh, Ohio. It is because I have places in the Northeast and got to round out the South before I begin to move a bit further west. Yeah, one day. Um, you're getting there. And it is expanding, which is Be, Because the tri-state area is like, is in the grasp of my palm, and, and that's what I'm focusing on. Okay. So Although, I should start focusing on Vegas. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, that's true. All right, this is kind of funny. My best friend and I have been friends for over 30 years, and we have just become different people. Well, I should say I have become a different person. She still lives for drama and has made dumbass decisions in the past couple of years that make me realize how much I do not like her or how much she does not fit into my life anymore. How do you go about ending a friendship that has become more like a sisterhood? I am a person who is always there for everyone else, and I have a hard time disappointing people, but there comes a time you have to put yourself first. Wait, I thought that you said uh, relationship as if they were together, but no, it's a friendship. It's a friendship. It's a friendship. Okay, this is it. I have I had to cut off 
someone who was like a best girlfriend of mine for a long time. And eventually, well, that's because we don't live close to each other. So it was easier for me to just be like, all right, our values and everything. Like, like we're just, would you say that or you just ghost them? Cause I've, I, I think ghosting is the answer. Well, yeah. Just like just be, feelings. just be more distant. Oh, that's terrible. No, no, no. Because people will be like, are you kidding me? That's such a toxic way What's of she supposed to do. Go, go tell her best friend that she doesn't like her anymore. I mean, just fucking ghost her. She'll get the hint. You start like, to like definitely just be more and more distant. I think and building then, distance is the correct. And word. then she'll be like, WTF? Like, why? Why not? And uh, be like, or, or, or like, you know, why are you doing this? Like, why haven't I spoken to you? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, except, and then maybe at that point you're like, okay, except well, she's gonna invite her somewhere on Sunday, and she's gonna say she's just staying in for the day, and then she's gonna be at brunch with a new group of girls, and her friend's gonna walk in. I think like, there was an SNL skit about this just recently, which made me crack the hell up. But yeah, I mean, there's or, no or just watch Southern right Charm. answer to this. Watch Southern Charm and see how me, Austin, and Shep try to break up with each other <laughs> all the time. And see, and see how we try to avoid each other at all times. And then, yeah, goodness. Ah, there's no right answer to this. I'm so sorry that you're well, going through it, but... I guess the older that I get, Craig, and the wiser that I get, the, the, like the number one right answer is truthfulness. Yeah. But is it's depends on how much she's harming her life. If she's not harming your life, then I think you can keep up the niceties and just be like, if she doesn't fit in your life. Yeah. You just start to put distance between you and her, like Austin said. And if she ever asks, then you just got to be like, look, and I would make it about the drama or make it about other stuff, but not her. Just be like, I don't like being around the drama anymore. Or I don't like, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. All right. That's not bad. It's not bad. Craig. Um, here's a, a guy asking, we'll wrap it up with this. Hi, do you all have any proposal ideas? Would you keep it simple or making an event. I know my girlfriend would not care one way or the other, but I want to make it special. Uh, for me, I think it should be just between the two of you. Um, I'm definitely more of a make it <laughs> a big like thing though, like, but just between the two of you. So mine's like a hybrid. Um, I know like Paige said she just wants it to be like, in the house when it's just the two of us and I catch her off guard. Um, for me, I always pictured it, you know, going on a trip somewhere and doing it. I, you know, everyone's their own to me though. If it's a true proposal, I don't think you need a bunch of people around. Um, I think it'd be nice to then surprise them with their friends and family after like, you'd be like, okay, let's go get some drinks. And you walk in and all their friends and family are there to celebrate with you. But I think the actual proposal should be private. What do you think, Austin? This whole time that you've been talking, I've been trying to think myself, right? Because look, I've, you know, run through this kind of hypothetical. I'm like, oh, would I be the like Eiffel Tower, Eiffel Tower proposal guy? Or would I be the like, kind of like, you know, Paige said the like, 
you know, we come back from something and like, I have this thing, you know, set up in the house and she turns around after she reads it and I'm on my knee. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I think that that has got to be partner specific and like what you have felt out, like what sort of person is she? Is she an introvert? Is she an extrovert or he or, and do they want the big and gallant thing? Right. Or, or do they want the, just like, look, the fact that you even want to marry me is like enough in itself. Like it has to be partner specific, right? Like, well, and I think we push the communication thing on here. If you're thinking about proposing and you guys have never talked about marriage, like, uh, again, to each their own, but I think if you are getting to the point where you are going to propose, I don't think it's that weird to be like watching a movie or something and be like, where, how did you like picture your proposal as a little girl or something? You know, like you can ask them because they should be excited to tell you about how they want to get proposed to. I mean, obviously I want it to be a surprise and stuff, but you know, I like, we've had that conversation just being like, in case I ever like decide to propose to you, what do you want? You know? I mean, I totally, I totally agree with you, Craig. And in the sense where it's like, I mean, the last thing on planet earth that I would want, you know, me personally is some like, like, I mean, imagine if you haven't had that talk and you know, you like, you know, you go to her friends or something and then they're like, Austin, that's the last thing on planet earth that, you know, she wants is what you're proposing. You'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah. And what if you didn't ask her friends and you just kind of went for it because you're like, well, I love her and she's going to love whatever that I do. And she's like, literally everything that you did is the opposite of what I wanted. So like I, me, I would be doing all, like all of my homework. And most every girl has played this out in her head a million times since they were little, a lot of girls. And a lot of girls. if you have one of our girlfriends that you can trust, um, like one of pages is like, you better fucking tell me. And I was like, why would I tell you? I don't, I, I wanted to be a surprise. And she's like, I would never tell Paige, but no, but like you have to Craig, because then normally the BFF is, is the one who like sets up like a photographer and then, and then like, like two, three, four days prior is when she's the one that reaches out to people like me. And she's like, Hey, by the way, like, you know, Craig is going to propose like you should be waiting at the apartment or waiting at the house when they get back. So you have to tell them so that say that, you know, you go somewhere and say that Paige just wants to go to fucking you know, Mickey D's. Right. And you just do like a Mickey D's fucking That's proposal. That's not a bad idea. She would then like, right, right. She'd be like, oh, the drive but like, you know, she'd be like, Craig, that was perfect. And then you walk back in the apartment and who's there, you know, us like, and the best friend is the one who tells us to be there. But you got to have a friend that you like trust. But yeah, I think it's, it's a tough thing because some people, if you really love each other, you can just do something small between the two, but some people want the production. Um, but you got to ask someone in her life or even just her. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would ask her far in advance or her parents don't, like if you were don't be asking like, her if you're like, asking her parents. like a week before proposal like hey by the way uh do you want like a center cut or yeah. like a pair uh and then like a week later you propose to her talk about not the element of surprise yeah but, i think uh, i certainly i think you can talk spoken. to her parents is a safe bet i don't even know if center cut is a type of diamond I, it just sounded setting. right i think it's a setting okay 
So do you propose without a real ring to surprise her, or is it more of just a, no, you've picked out the ring already, you propose for like four months later? I don't think that I would ever have the balls to propose without a, yeah, a you ring. Should have the, you, I will speak for the girls out here, out there. Uh, well, I got told by a, a girlfriend that was like a, a guy proposing to me, I want to either know the ring beforehand and just have be surprised, or I want him to basically do a fake ring and then we go pick out the ring. Yeah, yeah. but that's a girl that's not, re- doesn't have a guy in her life that she wants to marry yet. Yeah, Nick, we're not just two and a half years girl. in a relationship. Nick, we're not talking about you and your ex girlfriend, okay? We're talking about. You know, I don't have, I've never had a girlfriend in Austin, um, so. We're not talking about yeah, fake people, we can't about real speak people. For everyone, but. I like, no, you should have a ring. Like in my scenario, when it's just the two of you and just a surprise, you still have a ring in your hand. Cause I was talking to my buddy's wife and he goes, if he didn't get me the right ring, I'd have gone and returned it and picked out the ring I want. Well, then you need to make sure he knows what you want, but there has to be. Well, so how do you do that without making it like a hint of marry me? Because you do it. Like I just had to do it with Paige. I was like, look, we're not that close to this, but at least give me inspiration now so that when it does come, it'll be a surprise, but you need to tell me what you like now. Cause yes, then it's not, you know, a year from now. And I'm like, Oh, by the way, like what kind of ring do you like? Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like nowadays, is it a quote unquote surprise? They all seem planned nowadays. Well, like it's, Oh, I'm like, shocked, I don't but like I'm not that. really shocked. Yeah. Well, it just depends on, but there's a lot that don't post it to social and you don't know that like cute surprise story. No, I I'm all for it. It's just, I don't know. I kind of like the surprise. Here, the, okay. The takeaway is you got to talk to someone. <laughs> talk. Agree. Yeah. Talk. Don't to fly blind. People don't fly blind. And I look, really think worst that's case a scenario, recipe for disaster. Worst case oh, scenario, by the way, her friend will know, like if her friend knows that she doesn't want to marry, not the person asking the question, the friend knows if she wants to marry you or not. And if she doesn't want to marry you, the friend's going to tell her and she's going to freak Ooh, out and break up. That's with her. a damn good point, Craig. I mean, so do you just friend, break it off right there? No, the imagine, friend break up with her. Imagine if you're like, okay, hey, Sarah, I'm going to propose to Michelle. And and what if she gave you that like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, shit. What do you, what, what do you know that I don't know? And they're like. Well, she has two other boyfriends. I, I thought that you knew. You're like, oh, no. Like so going back to, okay, so what would happen if, like, going back to, like, New Girl and you're Schmidt and Cece's mom says no to you? Uh, what would, would you do in that situation? I'd still propose. but I mean, I'd still would, too, I think. Yeah, I'd, I would ask, and then I'd be like, well, that's a bummer, but at the end of the day, I love your daughter. Yeah. Also, Schmidt and Cece were awesome. I thought you were well, I'm just going off like, what if like you like asked like the dad's permission or mom's permission and they're like, yeah, no, we don't want you married. I mean, a lot of parents won't give their permission. They'll be like, you will never be good enough for my daughter. But. Nick, <laughs> Nick, who hurt you? Oh, that's a long story. We don't Nick, that. who hurt you, man? I will, I will show up at their doorstep and punch her in the dick for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> Don't think she has one of those, but... Yeah, let's go punch your ex. Crotch shot for Nick, okay? Let's prank your ex. Ooh. Is that another shirt idea? And a prank. Yeah, I will... Yeah, prank prank (laughs) your ex. Yeah, think of something with... uh, Craig's going to go way over the top. He's like, I cut her brakes. You're like, no, Craig, (laughs) no. Well, like again, like Paige said, pick... Craig is Winston. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm more so like, 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 like I would take 
the oil mileage changed down and put up like a fake one so that she whatever did George Clooney oil. Matt, uh, Matt Damon so the best that he over the time when he was trying out for a role just would all, get his like pants tailored to be bigger but keep it the same size so he'd think he'd get fatter when he was supposed to be losing weight it's still the best prank of all time that's pretty good I don't know about all time but yeah it's pretty funny Nick well Nick on New Girls used to lower uh, make Schmidt's shoes smaller. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. similar thing. Yes, he would shave off like an eighth of an inch off of like his heels, <laughs> so that Schmidt was like, "What is going on?" And that that is one. I'm going to say New Girl is a great show. It is. It is a definitely great show. Even though uh, Austin doesn't like CC for some reason, I don't like CC. No way. I, well, see, that's why we're opposites. I'm an I'm a Schmidt and CC guy, and Austin likes Nick. I'm a Nick Miller and yeah, like Schmidt guy. I like all um, of them. I like I'm, don't hate. If anything, Schmidt's worse than Cece. No, uh, see, I what? love. I love both Schmidt. Is your two girls with when he was with Cece? Okay, Nick. Uh, enough out of you, Craig. Take <laughs> us out. Uh, I'm so sick and tired. Nick is sitting in a bedroom with no fucking headboard, and you're going to talk to me about anything? I guess Shut your mouth. Watch New Girl, and then write in who you think the three of us are. And uh, I, I don't. Sometimes I ask things that I don't want to. I don't even have to. health insurance. Okay, I am Nick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, we love you, besties. We'll see you next week. Love you, besties. I got a plan to get us out of here. I've been working at the convenience store. Managed to save this little bit of money. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.